everyone and welcome back to our podcast Critical Conversations. My name is Emily and I'm joined here with Kira, and we are your hosts for today. Today we are celebrating International Nurses Day which has become an important part of the nursing profession serving as a reminder of the vital role that nurses play in healthcare and what better way to start this conversation than talking with St James's Hospital's Director of Nursing Sharon Slattery. Sharon thank you so much for joining us. Um, perhaps you could give us a brief overview of your career today and how you've reached your current role as Director of Nursing for one of the largest academic teaching hospitals in Dublin. Great, thank you Emily and thank you Kira. and firstly um, congratulations to everybody for International Nurses Day. Um, I'm very very proud and very honoured um, to be here today so thank you both. So for me I qualified in the early 1990s as a Certificate Nursing which many people may not remember um, but for us that have been around for a wee while, we remember that we um, were certificate nurses and it was a three-year programme. And then I would have worked for a short period of time in care of the elderly and then I moved into surgical nursing. And that's where I found my grow and my love um, for surgical nursing and I loved the variety of it. I loved the unexpected day things that could happen and everything like that so it definitely drew me in and I stayed as a surgical nurse for many many years and then at the end of the 1990s I went to Saudi Arabia for a number of years and I worked in Riyadh in a American hospital which I thoroughly loved. I worked in a surgical unit again very very similar to what I left here. What I would have left here is now the equivalent of um, Edward Tyler and Bennett Ward. So I mirrored that over in Saudi and completely loved it and that for me was a turning point personally and professionally. I did all my growing up in Saudi Arabia mm. and thoroughly enjoyed it. All I had to worry about every day was the colour of the shorts I was going to put on <laughs> and nice. it was just a great experience. I learned an awful lot. I learned an awful lot about myself. I learned an awful lot about being an independent nurse because that's what you wore when you were over there. So it was a completely different um, model of care that we did there from a nursing perspective. And then came back there um, and then at that time the Commission of Nursing had just started in Ireland, had been launched in Ireland. Again, an awful lot of people won't know anything about the Commission of Nursing. But that was very much where, for the first time ever, there was pathways of nursing careers. So that's where the C91 post came into vogue, okay. and that's where the CNSs came into vogue and everything. So when I came home, it was a very, very fortunate time for me, because I recognised that actually it was leadership roles that I was going to mm. be going down. So I got the opportunity then to um, apply for many roles. I was in as nurse manager one role. I then did site nurse manager for a number of years and then recognised that I had a gap in my own knowledge and in my own experience and my own competencies in relation to management and leadership. So I went back to do a clinical nurse manager too and thoroughly enjoyed that. And, um, and then naturally then moved on to assistant director of nursing and now the director of nursing, which I've been doing for five years. But in total, I've been in leadership roles for 20 years. And as I say this out loud, I'm aging myself dramatically. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that would be my experience. Um, a lot of experience then. Lot of experience, and, yeah, and you've yeah. seen a lot of changes then over the years. Yeah, 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 yeah. which has been absolutely great. But yeah, great opportunities along the way. Yeah. And um, yeah, very, very lucky. Great, okay. Sharon, what would you say has been the biggest challenge or the biggest challenges you've had to overcome over the years? And what would you say you're most proud of in your career? Okay, so for me, now I'm naturally a really positive person. So I am genuinely one of those people that think that yes, we do have challenges, but somewhere in there you have to try and find the opportunity to be able to see what you learn from it and to share the learnings from it. 
if not, you'd never come back into work each day. Mm, true. Um, because nursing in James's, there's daily challenges. We're ever evolving, we're ever developing. So for me, that's how I do it. So from a day-to-day -day perspective, the challenges would be how to balance mm. the operational day-to-day -day work with the strategic part of it and advancing nursing practice. So it's to get that balance right would be very, very important. But I haven't been a wee bit misfortunate since I've taken up this role because I've had two industrial actions. I've had the, <laughs> the pandemic, pandemic yeah. for a number of years. I had the cyber attack. And then obviously now we have the whole challenges in relation to recruitment and retention piece of it. So um, James's nurses, we are highly educated, we're highly skilled, we're very, very competent. And for many, that makes us a very, very mobile working force. So interesting, interestingly for us here, like our staff nurses team, 35% of them are less than 30 years of age and 28% of them are between 30 and 40. So that'll tell you that mm. the youth that we have, which is absolutely wonderful because yeah. they bring a whole vibrancy and everything to our workforce, but their priorities may be different. So that, that makes them quite a mobile um, resource for us. Then you asked there in relation to um, the biggest challenge for me personally, then coming into this role was actually transitioning yeah. from um, being an assistant director of nursing and then into the director of nursing post. Um, and it was more so around knowing that I was representing 52% of the workforce and I wanted to make sure that I articulated and represented everybody very, very fairly. And um, for me, that was really, really important. And obviously then also budget wise, we carry 150 million with 35% of the hospital budget. I wouldn't be great on a day-to-day -day basis with my own Revolut account. <laughs> so I know there's many, many people that all look after that piece of it, but I just had to work all that out in my head and how I actually going to do it and everything like that. And then the final piece then was just to make sure that I was that voice for the patient because in that form, it can be different, mm -hmm. you know, and different nationally and uh, within James and everything like that, I needed to make sure that I equally represented the patient's voice. So they were very, very important to me. But seeing all that, I do love a challenge. And even now I'm giving myself a new stretch in that I've been awarded a global scholarship for the Florence Nightingale um, Leadership Programme in England. So I'm starting that during the summer. Oh, fantastic. So it's great. Congratulations. Thank yeah, you. But it's very, great. very important to not yeah. stay stagnant and to keep on mm -hmm. pushing yourself. And then whenever I learn from that and what I learn from that, I obviously then were able to bring back to different yeah. team members and everything. So I suppose I, I, you touched on it a little bit in the last question with mm. regards to a kind of things that we've been through in terms of the pandemic and the industrial action. But with regards to nursing, where are we now then with nursing at St. James's? Where do we want to be? And I suppose, how are we going to get there um, as a group of nurses and as a yeah. hospital? Yeah, so I suppose for us, there's great opportunity for us at the moment. And certainly the, the recently published expert nursing review Mm -hmm. That has provided a great roadmap for um, nursing and like there's 47 recommendations within that. So they will work for us into the present and also then working into the future. Mm -hmm. So there's great opportunity for us and thankfully um, our new nursing strategy completely aligns to that. So for us here, we're obviously working on a workforce management and part of that had to be and continues to be all about well-being and Magnet obviously influences a lot of that and the work yeah. that happens around that. The second part of it then is the importance of digital data and being able to interpret it and using these analytics to be able to change our models of care and to be able to advance mm -hmm. our nursing practice. So those parts of it are very important. Social care is a huge influence um, on the Irish 
healthcare system, but also here for us in James's. So we need to be able to change our mindset in relation to integrated care and to be able to influence those models of care that are going to happen for our patients and for our nursing mm -hmm. teams and everything. So that definitely will be different. And even though we're excellent from a clinical perspective, there is, I feel, gaps in relation to our research and our education. Um, we're very, very good at it. It's one thing that really draws people into Jameson's and everything like that. But I suppose what I mean by that is that we align ourselves more with our academic partners and we actually get recognition from a clinical perspective in relation to HAPS having shared clinical academic posts mm -hmm. things like that yeah. like that's the next rung of the ladder mm -hmm. that nursing needs to go and everything so those conversations are already happening with trinity and everything but i have to say i mean like none of this is done alone like i do it with a full nurse exec yeah. team i do it with a nursing team mm -hmm. of 2000 and a healthcare assistant mm -hmm. team of over 550 so we're a really strong phenomenal yeah. Team and I have. guess as the, uh, the the nurse leader, the director of nursing, mm. you're leading that vision then yeah. for the hospital and yeah. um, you know keeping everybody on that path and working towards things like the Academic Health Sciences Centre yeah. and yeah. Um, things like that. Because I think there's a lot of, there is a, with regards to research and innovation, mm -hmm. there's, it's, there's so much happening throughout the hospital yes. in little pockets, but yeah. I suppose it's bringing everything together and then having that link with that third level institution. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and you're absolutely important. right. And obviously they're all high level themes, but underneath them then we need to be able to operationalize them yeah. and everything so and again magnet has done an awful lot for us in relation to that because it has given us shared decision making it's really really strong relation to shared governance so i'm a full believer and influencer and completely agree with shared or with um, shared decision making and i do think we have improved in that mm. um, so we need to continue to do that and again like what we have chosen as our key priorities over the next number of short few years are what people have told us that they want Right, so we're focusing on International Nurses Day and there's so much happening across the hospital from talent competition to podcasts um, and the theme of International Nurses Day is chosen every year to highlight different aspects of nursing and to raise awareness about the challenges faced by nurses and can you talk to us about this year's theme, Our Nurses, Our Future? Yeah, thanks Kira. So for us this theme actually came from the International Council of Nurses. So it's across the board um, for all nurses globally. Okay. And so it's, I'd love to say that I came up with it. <laughs> I that somebody within the St. James nursing team did, but actually it is one that has been announced um, internationally for us. So the belief is, is that we need to focus on improving global health mm. for all across um, the globe and the world. But from a nursing perspective that we need to be able to ensure that we respect and value nurses globally. So then we obviously have Jamesified that and we put our own slant on it. So again, part and parcel of Magnet and we had our second survey recently, the staff spoke very, very, staff spoke very, very strongly in relation to wanting to ensure that well-being was kept as a priority yeah. and that to get the balance right between who we are as individuals makes us what we are in nurses. Mm -hmm. So that's where all these different creative ideas have come about and everything like that again it's great this year because there's a whole team of people that are working on it from staff nurses through all the promotional posts and everything so there's great variety and there's been great fun and all will be revealed on friday it's a lot to, it's a lot to live up to after last year I know. isn't it yeah, <laughs> and I yeah. You, yeah we, we've spoken about that so we even said like what are we going to do yeah. next year yeah, and everybody is really really into it and everything like that and it'll be great to be able to get that balance right yeah. you know, between our profession, but also, as I said, we are who we are as well. That's what makes us yeah. the professionals we are. That's great.
suppose we've talked a little bit about the future, but um, I'd say it's fair to say over the next decade or so that there's going to be many changes and challenges within healthcare. What role do you feel that nursing will play in addressing these challenges then? So I think for me, again, because we're a very, very dynamic team, I think there's great opportunity for us to be able to lead and to be able to influence a lot of that change. Um, we all need to make sure that we continue to advance our practice and that we continue to work at, at, at our top of our registration, our license, as they say. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think everybody wants to do that. They want to be able to develop. They want to be able to keep on moving and evolving and everything like that. So I think there's great opportunity there. I think, again, it comes back to Slauncher Care. I think that for us, we need to be able to design and implement and influence the models of care that, that, that we're able to do and to be able to make sure that our patients then actually have a seamless pathway. Um, so we know that nurses play a vital role in meeting the growing demand for healthcare services. And we also know there's a need for more skilled and dedicated nurses to enter the profession. Um, so what would you say to anyone considering entering the profession? Come on. New <laughs> yeah. Come on in, Come we're, on over. we're over, open for business. Okay. So as I said, we're very highly educated, we're very, very skilled, we're very, very competent. So I think that's really, really important for people to recognise that as mm -hmm. our profession. Um, so I think that if you enjoy working with people, that nursing is great, but obviously you also then have that opportunity to work autonomously as the years go on and as you become more experienced and like that. So there's a really, really good balance there. Many of the technical skills and many of the behavioural skills can be developed and learned. So I think that's very, very important so that people recognise that they will learn all those over the number of years and we all still continue to grow and develop them. Mm. Um, but I think more than anything, you need to like people and you need to want to care. Mm. That's really, really important. And I also feel that for us as a nursing profession, we need to be able to sell that not all nursing posts are clinical that we have a wealth of experienced and competent non-clinical nursing posts and these have all developed over the years that we've nursing that are in ICT, we've nursing that are in procurement, we've nursing that are in quality, we've nursing that are in the education, the research piece of it, the innovation piece of it, but nursing very very strongly now are in operations and everything. Yeah. Like there was very very short mm -hmm. recently we had our deputy CEO was a nurse, the CEO was a nurse and need to know that mm. there is great opportunity within nursing and they're only going to continue yeah. to grow with many of those posts yeah, sure. and, and do everything and certainly there's great opportunity to be a leader yeah. and that I, I strongly believe that doesn't need to come with your grade or anything like that there's many many and mm. we saw that all during COVID there was many many um, powerful yeah. people that came out put their hand up and said how can I help you yeah not necessarily in management roles but all. just yeah. you know the leadership skills yeah. came forward and were yeah. shown yeah it's natural to yeah. them yeah, mm, yeah. Yeah. And again, we probably touched on it a little bit, I suppose, how has that n the nurse's role changed then and advanced over the years? Like you talked a little bit there about advanced practice, but um, that, I suppose that's not a, a completely new thing, but yeah. it's definitely um, progressing a lot faster than yeah. it has done in the last 10 years. Yeah, and I suppose the beauty of it is, is that when I speak about advanced practice, I mean for everyone. Yeah. Like from our healthcare assistants to our undergraduates to our postgraduates and everything, it's the whole way up. The whole sector of nursing yeah that there's great opportunity there and there's great advancements advancements in practice and then obviously now the people that are doing the advanced nurse practitioner in the clinical nurse specialist role we've been very very fortunate here even the past number of short few years we have increased our numbers there and everybody now like there's every research that demonstrates the value of those roles and everything like that so that can only strengthen and continue to develop them all I think from a nursing perspective as well, we recognise and we want to be more accountable 
and we want to be more responsible for our own practice and again that's across the board not necessarily great Pacific or anything like that mm. that people want to be able to do their own risk assessments they want to be able to follow through and make their own calls and decisions yeah. and I do think that autonomy and the decision making has grown and will continue to develop and again that comes back to us changing our culture and continuing to grow our culture in relation to shared governance and everything mm -hmm. to give people permission and the time and recognize and value that yes we do want to hear your voice and that you actually can influence and make the change and you only need to go onto any of the boards and you can see the quality yeah. of boards that staff have yeah. you know they are designed by staff for their working yeah. day to make it a, a better working day and a better patient experience mm -hmm. and they're phenomenal at what people are achieving on a day-to-day -day basis so again that's really 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 important I think that's very strong actually particularly in St James's Hospital that autonomy piece just from working in other hospitals over the years um, but what else do you think or what other benefits do you think there are for working in St James's Hospital as a nurse? For me there is great career opportunities mm. um, and again that not again I'm speaking about across the board for all grades and everything like that if you've got fire in your belly if you see an opportunity there is one there for you um, again, you can move internally within the organization and everything like that. And again, that's something that's really, really asked by the staff nurses. They want to be able to move around. They want to be able to see different experiences. So on the back of that, we have set up a career email account that you can actually go and meet with somebody on a one-to-one, -one, all confidential, and chat it all through to yeah. see where you want to go. Because sometimes you do need to have that independent advice to tell you where you want to go, or where I listen to you, or where I suggest you, where it could fit for you. Um, also, um, we have our careers day now coming in at the end of the month, mm. um, which is really, really good as well. So again, that just gives people the opportunity to show what's around James's. There's many opportunities and people may not be aware of what else is available around the hospital and everything like that. Um, definitely from our perspective, education and professional development is really, really mm -hmm. strong and people come to James's for that reason mm -hmm. and they know that they will be given those opportunities to continue to um, ed education-wise to develop and everything. I hear you, Kira, in relation to autonomy and everything. I also think teamwork mm -hmm. is really, really strong in James's and none of us could do this without our teams and everything and that we, our friends and our networks and our support systems don't always fall within nursing. Yeah. You know, you know you, there is such a wealth of people around you that want to mm -hmm. try and help you and support you and to talk you through you and challenge you and question you and also help you out. So I think that that interdisciplinary team effort is really, really strong in James's. And I feel that friendship. Yeah. Um, there is a lot of people that are your work colleagues, but there are also an awful lot of people that will have your back. Mm and we'll look out for you and I think that's really really important when work can be very very hard and draining and challenging. I think also and I'm a strong believer that we influence policy and change and models of care. Mm. I think people come to James's because they know that is, a, is the opportunity yeah. and that we do have our vision is the academic health science campus and that we're working towards, towards that. We have education, clinical, research, innovation all together mm -hmm. to improve the patient's experience and that can only be a good thing for nursing. Yeah, your voice is heard, I think, as well. Mm -hmm. It's really yeah. important. Yeah. Yeah. So if that in itself isn't enough to, <laughs> to, entice, <laughs> to entice you, <laughs> uh, my next question was to ask you if you had an, uh, one piece of advice for all of the undergraduate nurses that are coming for you. So for me, it is to see the opportunities and to take the opportunities. Yeah. There is so much around the organisation. It's a matter of talking to people, looking to see what's around, get your role model, shadow different um, colleagues and everything, see what their role is about and everything and take all those opportunities and don't put yourself into a niche straight away because mm -hmm. there is so much 
get your experience, get your exposure, but get it get a very balanced rounded. Just get involved with yeah. everything that's happening. Yeah. yeah. Take those opportunities. Yeah. Look and take those opportunities because there is people that will want you and that will support you to be successful. And if you didn't work in healthcare, Sharon, where could you see yourself? So I've thought about this, right? <laughs> so this is many, many decades later. So who knows where I'd be or what I'd be or anything like that. But when I was leaving school, I did get music in UCC. Oh. Yeah. So I would love to think that I would be, now I know that's a very broad sphere to be in. But I would love to be something in the musical sphere, be it teaching music. Do you play any instruments? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to call it. Now I'd, I'd need to brush up on it, but um, I would have done grade eight of piano. Oh, very good. Yeah, I would have thought it and everything and loved it. And I love musical theatre and yeah, so, mm. and I love music. I love all yeah. rhythms of music and I love where it takes you and everything like that. So. I don't know whether that's a pipe dream now, Kira, but it's okay. something. I hold on to it anyhow. Okay. Yeah. We, could, we okay. might see well, you in the meet happen on the piano there. The talent, <laughs> no, no, no. The competition now. You see, unfortunately, I was on the committee, so right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and finally, what's the best book you've read this year? It's so only, It's only May, so. It's only May, but that's okay. So I'd have a few books going at the one time, depending what mood I'm in mm. or where I'm at or mm. what I'm doing. So from a holidays perspective, I love fiction thriller. Um, I don't like watching it on telly. I don't like bloods or guts or crime or anything like that, but I love picturing it in a book right. and going through it in a book. Okay. And the quirkier it is and the more twisted it is, <laughs> I, I'm in it and I love it. And I and yeah, I completely um, love that part of it. On my bedside locker at the moment, I have Professor Roseanne Kenny's book, oh, uh, Living Longer and Better. So I am dipping in and out of that. And like all the evidence shows that 80% of living better and living longer is within our own gift. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I need to be reminded of that. So um, that's on my bedside locker. But I commute up and down every day. So I do spend a bit of time in the car. So over the past few short years, I've turned to audiobooks. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously podcasts as well. Yes. <laughs> Critical Conversations <laughs> is there yes. all the time. But when one is listened to a book, so the book that I've just finished and which I thoroughly loved was Still Life by Sarah Winman. So it is a book that's set in World War II in Tuscany and it takes you out to the vineyards and it's all about friendship and families and it's just pure joyous read. Right. That, that's a powerful, powerful um, book. Okay. So yeah, to know. Let's enjoyed check it. that one out. Yep. Okay, that's great. I think we leave it at that. Uh, so thanks very much, Sharon, for joining us today. Uh, thanks to all our listeners as always. And if you would like to download, subscribe and like our podcast, Critical Conversations, it's available on all your uh, podcast platforms. And we'll see you all on the next episode of Critical Conversations. <laughs>